Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome in to the mm, 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 Lord have mercy episode of Believe in Kentucky. My name is Vinny Hardy. Y'all can follow the show, of course, at Believe.com. Go straight to the site Uh-oh. on social media at Believe in Kentucky on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Follow me personally at Vinny with a Y, Hardy with a Y. We sit here and try to wrap our heads around what we saw on Thursday night. Everybody reacts to things different ways, but when the dust settled, it was St. Peter's 85, Kentucky 79. First round of the NCAA tournament in Kentucky busted everybody's brackets. Kentucky was one and done in the tournament. And BBN is now trying to wrap our heads around what we just saw. You know, Jack Buck on the call. I don't believe what I just saw. When Kurt Gibson hit the home run for the Dodgers, that's kind of what we were. That's the state we were in. We couldn't believe what we just saw when it came to the fact that St. Peter's controlled the game, took it to Kentucky, was tied at halftime. Kentucky got a lead, couldn't hold it on multiple occasions. Game goes to overtime, lots of missed free throws, another bad shooting performance. Oscar did his best, but it was, everybody just came up short. So, heart goes out to the players for landing on the line all season. And you feel for them. Fan base, we're all wrapping our heads around what we just saw. Like I said, Lord have mercy. Because that's exactly what it is. So, how did you handle the aftermath on Friday? Did you did you call in and not even go to work? Did you go to work? You know, were friends or fans of other teams calling and texting. You know, had to take your medicine. Had to face the music. You know, I got the calls and texts. Hey, you all right? You get the group text. Of friends that are fans of other teams. You get those eye emojis and 
you got a lot of peacock gifs sent to you after what St. Peter's did to Kentucky. I went to work Friday. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I was late, though. Uh, because as the game was ending, uh, called my sister Tara. And we were talking about what our dad would have been saying had he been around to see what we saw Thursday. So, of course, you know, you know, long-time listeners know my father passed away last June. Um, there was a couple episodes where I didn't record this podcast when he had passed and then came back and explained what had happened with, with losing our father unexpectedly like that. So we were talking about what dad would have been saying uh, and when I got off the phone with my sister, I didn't put my phone on the charger, didn't set the alarms, and woke up, and, you know, I was going to be late for work. So I got on up and went on in. And, you know, everybody's, you know, jumping on you. You see everybody, oh, oh, what happened to you? Oh, oh, Kentucky. You know how it is. I'm sure everybody had to uh, face the music, man, because we've seen other teams do this we've seen duke lose to lehigh and mercer in the first round we've seen villanova have some flame outs we saw virginia lose to umbc we've seen other teams bust a bracket we've seen number ones and number two seeds uh go out we saw hampton beat uh, iowa state it's all fun and games till it happens to your team. And last night, it happened to our team. Thursday night, it happened to Kentucky as they were the ones that got got by St. Peter's. Uh, and we'll get into it just a little bit. But just, you know, how did you handle it? How y'all doing? How's everybody handling it? Um. Went on Facebook, classmate of mine, Mickey, uh, her post simply said, <laughs> I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> we all knew what she was talking about. We all knew what she meant. My sister commented on that post. I just lost my appetite. I was sitting here eating and just, mm, it just went away. You can't even, everybody, it's all feeling the same thing. Uh, got a message on Instagram from Caitlin, friend of the family. She's grown now, but watched her grow up. But she said, I'm hurting this morning. Last night is actually hitting me now. It felt like a dream. It did. You were, we, like I said, we, we watched it and still struggled to wrap our heads around what we just watched. St. Peter's backdooring Kentucky to death, executing, picking them apart when they needed buckets, when they were down and, you know, Kentucky had a chance to knock them out. They pulled themselves right back up and get themselves right back into the game. Now, remember, too, this happened with their best player getting into foul trouble immediately. And Deffy got two quick fouls and they were still in the game, still tied at halftime. 
We saw what happened in the second half. We saw what happened in overtime. So, Kentucky is reeling from this loss. It was a good punch. It's that stab to the heart. It's that, oh, you just – because, you know, you, you, you watch the Cats, you enjoy watching them all season, and then you see this happen. And after the last year, 9-16, as we all know, we're all familiar with that, to see that struggle, to see historically the worst season we've ever seen, to go back to the 20s to see a season uh, that was in the same ballpark as what we saw last season. Um, and you remember after the season was over, you remember Cal's last calling show with Tom Leach after the 9-16, and 16, after going out against the Mississippi State in the SEC tournament. And he basically said, you know, get your jokes in now. Laugh at us now. We're going to be back. You know, clown us now while we're down. Kick us while we're down. That was kind of his last, you know, what is his last parting shot as you headed into the offseason of the 9 and 16 season. And, you know, a lot of changes were made, a lot of improvements were made. Couldn't shoot, brought in a lot of shooters, changes to the staff, got pushed around physically. Well, you knew Oscar was going to be joining the roster this year. So a lot of the boxes got checked from the flaws that we saw from the previous year. You know, we kind of made adjustments and fixed everything. And roll into this regular season and you're ready to, hey, we're going to, get revenge and redeem ourselves and, and you know, revenge tour on all the you know, people that were beating us down when they had a chance last year and had a good regular season. There were a lot of good moments in the regular season going out there to Lawrence, Kansas, Allen Fieldhouse and doing what they did, uh, sweeping Alabama who swept Kentucky last year won the regular season and SEC tournament last year. Uh, Nate Oates was riding high last year. Kentucky uh, got payback against Alabama in both of those games, in Tuscaloosa and in Lexington. Uh, the 107-79 win over Tennessee. Uh, that was a highlight as well. Uh, you know, a lot of lot of great moments. Ty Ty breaking John Wall's a single season assist record. Oscar's twenty eight rebound game. Lots of fun moments throughout the season, throughout the regular season. Now the injuries derailed him a little bit, got him off track at Auburn at LSU. Never got back to being uh, as efficient as they were. Never got humming and clicking again after the injuries took place. Just never able to kind of get that groove and rhythm back. And looking back, there were were signs that, you know, not signs that you would say they would lose to St. Peter's in the first round, but 
But you thought, you know, that they'll still be able to get it back enough to make a deep run in the tournament. Because all these long, as long as they're healthy, they can play with anybody. They kind of proved that over the course of the year. Uh, get back from these injuries, get healthy, and play with anybody. You saw what they were doing at Auburn before Ty-Ty got hurt, and they lost Wheeler that game as well. Uh, saw what they were doing at LSU before you lost Ty-Ty and Wheeler. So the main thing was just kind of getting healthy. So – 9-16 season comes to an end, and Kentucky is getting clowned. They're getting all the jokes. Kind of erase a lot of that with this great regular season. It was kind of the ointment that everybody needed, that the fan base needed. And then you get to the tournament and go out in the first round to St. Peter's, and so all the jokes come back, getting clowned all over again. And like I said, we've we've seen it happen to other teams. It's all fun and games to what happens to your team. So all of the jokes are back. All of the oh look, look at Kentucky. Oh, look at Kentucky going out. Kentucky's busting everybody's bracket. That was the biggest story of the tournament. It feels weird watching it now that Kentucky is no longer there. But that's basically uh that's the case now. We're just, you know, wrapping our heads around what we saw. I just keep saying that, but that's what we end up having to do. You know, we shake it off and move on. Some keeps coming up every day. Life goes on. That's the case. That was the case after the Leitner shot in 92. That was the case after the Wisconsin loss for the 38-1 season. Shake it off. Move on. Be fine. But this one is still kind of fresh. So you're like, oh, man, just. Just in the state of shock. This is the hundredth episode of this podcast. So you got the milestone as far as that goes. And I was looking back four or five weeks ago, because I was on Believe in Wizards with Matt Moderno. You longtime listeners of this podcast know he was the first ever guest to be on this podcast. He covers all things Washington Wizards. And I had him on because there's, you know, throughout history, UK and Washington Wizards connections. I mean, John Wall played a decade for the Wizards. Um, Rick Chapman spent some time playing for the Wizards. Uh, Wes Unsell is a Kentuckian. He's from Louisville, you know, best player in the history of that franchise. So there are connections, Kentucky connections, when you look through the history of the Washington organization. Bernie Biggerstaff from right there in Harlan County, where I'm from, was an assistant coach for the Wizards. Uh, spent a lot of time there with Washington. So had Matt on to talk about that. And that episode I was on on Believing Wizards was his hundredth episode. And I was thinking, I was like, well, I know episode 100 of this podcast is going to be, you know, right during the middle of the tournament, right during the middle of March Madness. I was like, man, thinking, who should I have on? Who could I have on? Have some guests on. It's going to be fun to be talking about what the Cats are doing in the tournament uh, for the 100th episode of Believe in Kentucky. And after last night, I was like, well, I'm just going to hop on and fly solo. You know, we can't duck it, can't hide 
from the fact of what happened. Can't act like what happened Thursday night didn't happen. So just hop on here and talk it out myself. We'll have some more guests coming on soon as well, but never would have dreamed that episode 100 of this podcast would be talking about Kentucky getting bounced in the first round to St. Peter's. But that's what happened. You do have to give them credit. Uh, you know, like I said, and Deffy was out with two fouls and more stuff. The legend just continues to grow. We've all <laughs> seen uh, seasons, seen teams and players play a season, season's over, and you hear, oh, man, that dude played six games with a torn ACL. Uh, that dude had you know, a broken finger on his shooting hand or, you know, broken you know, wrist and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Well, Shaheen Holloway, the coach of St. Peter's, got food poisoning. He was late getting to Indianapolis and everything and, and sick, got some bad McDonald's and was was fighting the everything that comes with food poisoning when you get food poisoning. But said there was no way he was going to miss coaching that game against Kentucky. And so he comes in with food poisoning, still not feeling well. Best player goes out immediately with two fouls, and they still weather all that and knock out the Cats. So, Kentucky is out in the first round for the first time since 2008. Now, I don't know. I should have remembered that first round loss uh, to Marquette. And I, I don't remember much about that game, but that was that was Billy Gillespie's time at Kentucky, and I don't know if I don't know if we just maybe we black out. I don't know. Uh, we'd already had some embarrassing losses that year, you know. For a long time, Gardner Webb was one of the most embarrassing losses. That loss happened. Maybe that kind of you know we still I still followed that season, but. You get to the tournament and you know, go out in the first round based on the season that it you know led up to that tournament exit. I just I don't remember a lot about that loss to Marquette. I know uh I've seen people talk about my co host on Cast Talk Wednesday, Terry Brown, you know, the Joe Crawford game, but I I don't remember a lot about that game. And maybe it just blacked out after Gardner Webb. I just kinda ooh. I'm following, but I'm not. Maybe. I don't know. But And then I thought a lot of people were saying they went out in the first round in 1994. But according to BigBlueHistory.net, John Scott's site, that 1994 loss, uh, again, was to Marquette, was in the second round. Because I was starting to say there's a little trend every 14 years. Kentucky's going to go out in the first round if you had 94, 08. 2022, but uh, according to his website, the 1994 exit was in the second round. But maybe there were signs, like I was talking about, of we kept thinking they were going to kind of get it back. Uh, you look at that Tennessee game at at Rep Arena, which is is going to be one of the highlights when we you know you get you get removed from this loss and and look back on the season um like i said you'll look at that game at kansas you look at those wins over alabama 
You look at the home win against LSU where he had to come back. They were still kind of struggling even then, but fought back uh, from, a, from a big deficit and got the win. The 107-79 win over Tennessee. You score 107 at home. Then you look at the game in Knoxville. And then you play them in Tampa in the SEC tournament on neutral court. In those two games combined, after scoring 107 in Lexington, the next two times you play Tennessee, they scored a combined 125 points. So they're averaging 62 points a game, 62 and a half a game in those following two matchups. And that's not enough points to get W's. Because look what happened when we go back to last year's 9-16 season. There were a bunch of 66-62 games, 65-64 games, 66-63 games where Kentucky scoring in the low 60s. Not enough to win. And that's what they did uh, in their last couple games against Tennessee. But um, it was just a, a shock like we talked about. Uh, didn't see it coming. Uh, now, you know, everybody's kind of like, you know, you what do you what do you do with yourself? It's it's March. Everybody in Kentucky, we build up for that. We we look forward to it. Kentucky does their thing in March. That's not the case this year for the men. The women will still get to play Princeton up in Bloomington, Indiana. Uh, Macy Moore's former. Um, Hooper for the Kentucky women's team tweeted out that, you know, y'all can still watch and cheer for the Kentucky women's team. A lot of people were doing that anyway, but more can now. But yes, uh, definitely keep our eye on the women's teams. They are coming off of a SEC tournament championship and heading into the tournament with some momentum. Hopefully they can go on a nice run. And there will be more eyes on them now that the men are out. But a lot of people have already still been keeping up on what y'all are doing, Macy, and what your team is doing, your former, your old team is doing, your uh, the Kentucky women, what they're doing. And now more people will be able to, to check them out as far as that goes. Uh, but, hey, a tough loss. And if y'all listen to this podcast a couple, couple episodes back, was the roundtable podcast where uh, was on with with Sheldon Williams from Duke, big man that played for Duke in the early 2000s. Travis Reed, who we had on this podcast, played for UCLA in the 90s, played against the 98 uh, Kentucky team that went on to win a national championship. And Jack Ferris, who does radio and covers Gonzaga, Josh Fisher hosted the roundtable, and he kicked out the question to all of us, who do you think will be the first team of all your teams here to lose in the tournament? And it was kind of, you know, the reality show when, you know, when they asked people, well, who do you think should be eliminated from whatever insert fill-in-the-blank reality show? Who do you think should go home? And you get your, you know, your, your backstabbing or you got, well, you know, Alex thinks Tasha should go home. And Tasha thinks, you know, and, Andre should go home. You get that kind of stuff. He asked us 
which team of ours do we think is going to lose first? And Jack, Jack ended up being right. He said, I think Kentucky's going to lose first. I think he had them going out in the second round to Murray State. And you know, I didn't say it to, you know, just get payback. I didn't say Gonzaga would lose first just because he said he thought Kentucky would lose first. But in the end, I thought, well, you know, Gonzaga would kind of flame out. He had said earlier on the podcast that this year's Gonzaga team, in his opinion, wasn't as good as last year's and had more weaknesses and potential issues and things of that nature. And we saw them struggle for a long time with Georgia State. They went on a run the last 10 minutes and blew them out, and it made the score look like a score to where they were just cruising the whole way, but that wasn't the case. But they did put together a huge run and knock Georgia State out and and end up handling business. Kentucky kept us kind of waiting for that Gonzaga-esque run where they knock St. Peter's out and eventually pull away, and it never happened. So Jack ended up being right. Kentucky was the first to go out. When you look at Kentucky, UCLA, Duke, and Gonzaga, it is our cats who are out first. So uh, we're a little bit of a fog right now. We're walking around not knowing what to do, kind of shaking it off and wrapping our heads around what happened. Um, going to see what transpires, You know who's back, who leaves. I'm not going to worry about any of that. Can't control any of that. It'll all play itself out. See what happens next year. Cal's going to have to you know, face the music. He had to face the criticism last year. He's going to have it again this year because you thought you had it fixed, and then you have a first-round exit. So, you know, all the, the side-eyes are going to be back. All the skepticism is going to be back. And you know, we'll just have to see how it plays out. You have to reload, get yourself right. Uh, expect to have another good season, but then you got to you kind of get things rectified for the tournament. It is hard. It is random. It is wide open, but you still didn't expect to see what we saw against the St. Peter's Peacocks. But we will, you know, as we move on away from it, let the wounds heal up a little bit. Um, (laughs) Waited so long to get back to the tournament, only to be there for one game. But we'll be all right. But, uh, Hope everybody's holding up good. This episode that we didn't think we'd be having. Hope you enjoyed listening to it. Uh, we'll have more fun episodes coming up in the future. Be sure to uh, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. If you subscribe, it'll come to your device automatically. You won't have to look for it. Also got to talk about our friends at La Terrain. Uh, can't forget about them. Uh, Dave Maggio, Ben Patrick, affordable timepieces for men, for ladies. Got the accessories, LaTerrain.com. Not going to charge you an arm and leg, and they never do, but it is very skillfully made. 
they put a lot of time and effort into a lot of different styles uh, the subnautica the atlas the red crest hop on the site see which style fits you best lawterrain.com l-a-t-o-u-r-a-i-n-e.com lawterrain.com if you got questions put a question in the chat dave will answer your question himself that way you can be sure about what you're about to purchase until then you heard about them on the believe in kentucky podcast but another fun episode well uh i'll lick our wounds episode because we're sitting home watching the rest of the tournament but we'll be all right everybody take care enjoy the rest of your spring be back with another episode next week um be sure to, like I said, subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends. If you want to advertise your business or product, I don't believe in Kentucky. Just uh, reach out uh, and we'll definitely be happy to promote it. But until next time, my name is Vinny Hardy. It's been another episode of Believe in Kentucky on the Believe Podcast Network. BBN, y'all stay safe. I'll let you next time. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.